0: Oh, thanks I for tuning in Luminary Sound. We have Nikki Page
1: in the building. Woo! How you doing? I think she's trying oh, to get her. It's down. a new one. Let, let me get you <laughs> unmuted. Help out for walk. I'm trying to help her out. Let's see. You look
2: gorgeous if you can hear us. Thank you. There she oh, you're <laughs>
3: welcome. You can hear me now? Yes. Yeah, we can oh, hear her. Oh cool. I figured it out. I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> What's good guys? How are you? What's up? How, How are you doing? Good. Okay, good. go ahead. How are yeah. you doing today? Doing good, just running around having like crazy, uh, you know, crazy experience in life, like all of us.
2: All right. <laughs> wow um to get started with the interview I kind of wanted to see if you could share with us a little bit more um I was reading an article kind of um it was describing your I guess your journey and you talking about you trying to find yourself in your music and the different challenges that you've had in this journey can you go ahead and break that down for us a little bit more
3: um yeah so I started really young uh like Shoot, I started writing probably like five or six, but then I decided, you know, I was like acting and stuff and then all of a sudden one day I was like, you know, I really just want to be more of a singer. Like I just I did like a talent show and my principal at my talent show was like, yo, we need to get you in into like somehow in the industry. So um mm-hmm. I ended up moving to Southern California from Stockton and uh then at like next you know, I started doing like playing in churches mm-hmm. and um then I joined what like t- a type of church every different type of religion like I was I was super confused <laughs> so you in there with, you in there with the atheists too huh everybody yeah what they're like yeah holy Jesus like, <laughs> it was crazy they were like demons like trying to I was like eight years old confused you know like oh how many demons but uh-huh. but it was cool it was um it was quite the experience and um learned a lot about you know soulful kind of music and gospel and stuff like that so from there i um joined like a reggae band and i uh, met this guy named brian wilson who like was from the beach boys and he endu- ended up introducing me to warner chapel at like 11 mm-hmm. and so i signed my first publishing deal at 11 years old with warner chapel mm-hmm. and started writing songs and then um from there i met this lady barbara orbison who is um the widow to Roy Orbison? I don't know if you know who that is. Of course. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. So he, his, his, um, his widow signed me and, like, bought me off of Warner <clears throat> at 12, and I went around the world and was like, you know. Um,
1: so let me get, um, I don't mean to stop you, but the Beach Boys, the, the actual group, the Beach Boys.
3: Yeah, there's a guy named Brian Wilson who, like, found Brian me Wilson. At, and then yeah.
1: he ran into Roy Orbison's what? Widow. Widow. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's big in itself because, I mean, yeah. those are two big people in the game. I mean, yeah. especially at a young age, that must have been.
3: I had no idea who they were. Like, so it wasn't like that crazy. <laughs> yeah. I was like telling my parents and they're like, wait, what? And I'm like sitting there <laughs> hanging out with Ringo Starr in like London. And they're like, huh? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm huh? sitting here watching American Beauty with Ringo Starr. And he was like, you probably wow. shouldn't be watching this. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think so either, but <laughs> so you, <laughs> it was, um experience. You
0: said they uh, bought you out, like, so they bought you out of your deal and they gave you like a large lump sum?
3: Yeah, they, you know, publishing deals, all the, they give you not like really a large lump sum that they, for my age, I guess you could say that was like a gang of money, you know, it wasn't that much, it wasn't that like, great of a deal or anything, but um, right,
0: right, for being right. so
3: green and so young, they're just like, oh, you know, they just saw something in me and they're like, well, let's start her out with $30,000 and then it went from that to like. Uh, like sixty thousand dollars and five thousand dollars bonus. So I've seen so many different types of like deals, publishing deals, record deals, and it's just like they're all crazy. <laughs> but
0: are you are you with any publishing deals right now?
3: <clears throat> no, no, not right okay. now. I Just yeah, free of all my deals. So would you say that
2: you found your sound now versus when you first started? Do you have a distinct like? Okay, this is the type of genre that I do
3: um that's really crazy because like my whole life that was my struggle it's just like who what who am I like what's my identity what's my you know what's my sound but if you really listen to like when I if I played you something when I was like nine years old I sound very similar just I I, you know I, I know how to breathe better I have like better breathing techniques and so I sound pretty much the same and I'm still into like the same like pop and weird music um you know but like yeah I kind of always had it I just was I just became a better writer like for myself you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, do you put any
0: I'm sorry Nikki do you put any type of like uh you know stipulations and a lot of pressure on yourself whenever you're Mm. making music because I know a lot of artists fall into a box of you know this is my sound and or they can't find their sound
3: um no I just kind of like nowadays I've been doing this for so long that I like I just like I don't even want to hear the beat that I'm recording to i go in I just say push record I don't want to hear it and everyone that works with me knows now just like she doesn't want to just I want to start freestyling and really coming off the top of like what I'm actually hearing and feeling like immediately because that's usually like my best stuff and okay. I don't like <laughs> I would say like if I'm recording that way I don't know like where the beat is going to go because I have never heard it you know what I'm saying so it kind of leaves like an element of surprise where You know, there's only like twelve notes or like twenty-four tonalities, so there's only so many different variations of chord progression. So you can kind of predict what's going to happen. So it's to not know what's going to happen in the song and come up with, it forces me to kind of like write something new that I wouldn't just like pull out of like my bag of tricks. You know what I mean? So kind of my new thing right now.
2: When you broke away from the deals that you were signed to. How did you feel, and was there ever a moment where you were like, okay, maybe I should kind of rethink this and stay with a label versus being completely independent? Did you ever did you hesitate with that decision, or was it like the done deal? I'm ready
3: for it, and I'm glad that I
2: made this decision.
3: I mean, to be honest with you, every time I have gotten a deal, like a lot of people say, like, oh, labels suck and all that stuff. they can and they do you know they are very useful and helpful if you have like a solid team of people and we all have the same idea but the thing is a lot of artists end up feeling like they're giving too much of themselves away but then they don't mm-hmm. really you know but then they want it so badly they want the help so bad but they're not willing to share what actually comes you know so I had to learn that like okay well if I want to be in a deal I'm definitely sharing like what I'm you know making and I'm cool yeah. with that sometimes it I have a problem if somebody's trying to run my creativity, and a lot of you know a lot of times if they're spending money on your project, they're gonna want to have an input on that, and that that was something that I really couldn't do. So I figured I would kind of step away from that until I kind of made my own identity for myself and um, Mm -hmm. kind of made it clear who I was, built it up to a certain point, and that's what like I really want to do is just keep continuing to build it till it's worth something that like a real major label would come in with like a major push, you know. But at the end of the day. you can never really have any expectations with this. Like, that's right. like the, way, the the worst way to go about it. Like, you wanna fail, you wanna kill yourself, like all these things, you know? So, you just wanna do it for the actual love of it and right. hope that you get that kind of attention that somebody would wanna sign you and, you know, go follow that process, ride that wave and learn as much as you can, because it is a business, you know? Exactly. So let me ask We're you
0: this, what, what, what made you, what inspired you to uh, release Colorblind? Because it's such a powerful video, in a message in a song. I mean, it's like, it's, it's undeniable when you watch it, you just can't look away.
3: Okay. That song, I almost <laughs> shot oh, you get real
0: comfortable. <laughs> sorry. That's, sorry. That's awesome. Okay.
3: No, listen, dude, I, I, okay. So I first had that song, like the melody, I told you, like I freestyled through the melody and everything, like six months ago or so. Right. And, um, I kept listening to the song. I was trying to figure out, like, what am I going to release? Like, I really want to release something I haven't in a while and just want to release something by myself, you know, you know, just see how this goes like the independent row. No label, nobody. And um, so I I kept hearing that, that record and I was like, what if I put... And then... This was during, like, after, like, George Floyd had just passed. And I was like, what if I wrote a song about that? Like, would that be crazy? It was, like, literally the next day I'm writing. And everyone was like, that's, that's too much to, like, fit into a lyric, you know? And I was just like, but I think I could do it. I, could, I just have to do it in a way that's not cheesy, but that's not, you know, I have to be, it's a sensitive subject, but I feel like it's something that should be said, you know? And um, so I go there. I, I, I spend some time writing it. I go the next day to go recut the record. And I get there, and they film it while I'm recording it. So it was a one-time take. They filmed it with a couple different angles of the camera, and um, it, everyone was just like super stoked. The so next you day, the
1: video the same day you recorded the song.
3: <laughs> the first, the first version of it. So oh, this, remember, this is right after George Floyd, like all and all the processes. Like they were all, everything was just happening. You know what I mean? We were really like all thrown back like this you know it was just insane and very sad and I was really emotional through everything as well with you know everything going on in the song and COVID it was just like oh like train wreck but I really felt like I had to strongly put this out so then that day the guy comes and he's filming me and then the producer says well we can't clear the beat the beat's been sold to Justin Bieber. And I was like, mm, wow. like I, should, I could call one of my friends and see if that's true. And they're like, no, 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 don't call. And like, they, it was just like s- this whole runaround mess thing. Mm. So um, long story short, I had to sit there and wait. And I had to find another producer to redo the song and wow. redo the video. So I re-recorded the song seven times. Seven times. And that's I really nice. wanted to do it all in one take i'm stubborn and annoying so (laughs) i wanted it to be just like as satisfying and you know emotional as that one was And some people were trying like it was good but it was like so fake and auto-tuned and robotic and it was just you know i was just really upset like really so that song once i finally did it with this guy named chris um he redid it played all the instrumentation and my friend chris and abner um, who was the other videographer came and we shot that video um, finally, once it was done, I I never even had the the song mixed or anything. I was just really just wanting to get it out, so uh-huh. I just dropped it. I didn't even tell anybody. I just put it out, you know. And- I mean, it's got like twenty eight
0: twenty eight thousand views in a week. I mean, people are really you know <laughs> digging it a lot. I mean, congratulations to that. I mean, your hard work, thank is
3: you. definitely paying thank off. You. Yeah. Yeah, no, cool. I'm 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 gonna start trying. Like we, you know, it happened really organically and. I, uh, I have a really good support system of friends and stuff like that. So they just, people who are like, reposting and reposting. And I was just like, wow, this is, you know, really special. It made me feel really cool. Because normally it would be, like, me, like, knocking on someone's door, someone's door and be like, can you play my record? Like, listen to my yeah. song, listen to my mixtape. And they're like, yeah. you know. But it's just a different feeling, man. friends, is wonderful.
1: <laughs> I, n- I noticed in the video, Nikki, uh, you're holding a glass cross as a microphone. <laughs> Yeah. How did that idea come about?
3: Okay, so I like literally called my friends for this video, and I was like, they were they're they're really busy, but I, I just decided that I want to get these little kids in the video, and they're gonna be praying, um, and and God's gonna be looking down at, at the protest and like listening to the prayers, and just like really pissed and confused of what's going on in this world. is, you know a whole mess. So God's like sitting there just like, what if I act like you and I'm drinking and I'm smoking cigars, you know, I kind of left it up for like the viewers interpretation, but that's how, kind of how I wrote up the treatment. Um, and uh, the glass was just I had a bunch of different props around my house, like really like cool old stuff that like just sitting in my room. So I've had that cross sitting in front of my bed for years. So <laughs> I just like I just the day of the shoot, I pulled it and I was like, I took it and I just decided because we had this projector. So we were gonna, I was was like playing with flashlights and seeing it's like I could shine the cross and make it illuminate the wall like a bigger cross. Mm -hmm. So, and it did, and I was like, all right, well, now it's my microphone. Like,
1: (laughs) that worked out (laughs) very different. I've never seen
0: anything like it. I mean, it it was a little bit of Madonna ish, uh, just like a prayer, you know, and uh, so. A little bit, you know, not the black Jesus crying down, Not, not that far. But uh, I did see some resemblance of that as well. But I did want to ask you: Are you familiar with the artist Bjork?
3: No, but people tell me about her all the time. And I know, didn't she, didn't she go crazy or pass away or something? something? something no, she,
0: well she she did go crazy a, a long time ago Francis laughing at the airport somebody welcomed her to another country and then she just started snapping and and beating her up and oh like heck
3: that. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Yeah, she, awesome. yeah 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 so yeah heck yeah that, that yeah that's up so um right. but anyway you you do sound a lot like York, and some of your melodies especially when you go from high to low and i was like that's just very unique, how you almost cut off the range and just bring in a different type of octave. So, that's the reason why uh, I asked about Bjork.
3: Man, no, I um, I, I literally just, some am kind of a nerd, and I would study weird sounds, not so much music, and I would, like, you know, <laughs> and I would like, as a kid, mm-hmm. and then I started playing with, like, trying to go in between, like, chest voice and head voice, and then, mm-hmm. like, when I did that record, I was just, the first one, I was just going off, like, hey, like doing all these weird things I wouldn't normally do and um, when I was, when I stopped I like when I finished the record the beat had actually originally ended way before this and I just kept going wow. and I lo- I stopped and everyone looked at me like what the heck was that like I just like got mad at the microphone or something and I was trying, doing like weird things like it you know wouldn't normally be accepted in like the singer world I guess it was I was wasn't really caring if it was on or off you know I just went for it so I, the second time around, I actually perfected those little intricate weird things I was doing, but that sh- that was making me insane. Insane. Is there <laughs> like anybody? To... Is there anybody in the
2: industry that you haven't worked with yet that you would like to work with?
3: Yeah, I would love to work with uh, Sia, The Weekend, um, Billy Eilish. You know, Dr. Dre. Any of these? You know, any legend. I mean, anybody. this
1: definitely see, see. I definitely see. <laughs> Dr. Dre, I could see yeah. those two things. Now, it's fun you mentioned that because what are some of your favorite collaborations that you've been a part of so far?
3: Um, probably this one for Colorblind, honestly. Uh, it was really like very, um. It, it was really just testing me and I survived through it because I really wanted to get it out. So I've never actually had a record that, that was fighting me so bad to... to to just put it out you know what I mean um I literally just said screw it I'm not gonna I'm just gonna do it and uh so that was cool really kind of helped me grow and just learn that I can do something if I want to do something and figure it out you know um next one would be probably man I've had some crazy a dark child was was a good one um yeah I've I've, I mean I've had I I don't know it's kind of like a name-dropping situation you know what I'm saying it's kind (laughs) of How many
0: songs, I, I worked, I worked how many songs are you sitting on right now, you know, just in your catalog, waiting to be sent out? Because, you know, listen to your, you know, your discography. It's not a, like a lot of albums out there, but you do have a few singles. So are you kind of like savoring to put out a, a big project or you still want to <laughs> put out singles? What's, what's Nikki's K's method to her madness?
3: You, you tell me, man. I have like seven thousand songs and I've Seven K Yeah. Is, I stopped counting
2: yeah. after
3: seven thousand
2: songs.
3: I really did. I've always just been very um overprotective, I guess you could say, of my work and very I would I was just I would criticize it like crazy and I wouldn't drop it, which was then I'd be sitting back and wondering like why isn't anything happening? Like, you know, well, you kinda have to release stuff for people to know who you are. You need an album. Different. Yeah, exactly. you know, we, we
0: need you to drop a few singles this year because starting off with you know your last one, Colorblind, it, it's got to, We got to hear more of Nikki Page for sure. Yeah,
2: thank I you agree. so much. I
0: that agree. I, me... I agree. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. yeah you, you you can't you can't come and leave. You know, like Albie Shore, you got to stay here for a while. <laughs>
3: yes. Really, I mean, but what would you guys recommend? <laughs> I... <laughs> 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 That's the only name bad. that
0: came up. Albie Shore. I'm sorry.
3: I've heard it from other
2: sounds. We want an album. Right.
3: right. Well, I got you. I actually really do have an album um that I would I'm considering, you know, I'm really kind of I mean, I'll send you guys some music too after this and see what you think. But um right. I'm really I'm very picky. Like very, very picky. They call me picky Nicky. <laughs> like Picky
2: Nicky. <laughs> yeah. I
3: like that.
1: Picky
0: Nicky.
3: Yeah. That's
1: a good
3: name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sure. Um. Definitely. We we want to thank you for you know joining us today on Luminary Sounds. But hold
0: on, Francois, I can't go yet because I have a I have a question. I know we got a little bit of time left. I know. What's the relationship status for Nikki Page right now? Because that's something Cable Cable want to ask. What's the relationship status? And does it hold you back? Does it hold you back from putting out music?
3: What do you mean? My relationship status?
0: Yeah, because some people are in such a relationship that, you know, the gift that they have, they kind of suppress it and they don't put it out like that.
3: Oh, yeah, no, that's definitely so. My relationship with it is it's kind of he's kind of, um, he's kind of my bitch. It's kind of like, it's kind of, yeah, it's like, you are mine and I'm not going to let you go until I'm ready for you to go. And um, it's also like, if I'm just overprotective. I'm like seriously overprotective of my music. Yeah. You know? And it's really something personal to me, so, like, I, I'm i ready to put stuff out. I'm ready to let him go. He's fine, but it's just, you know, it's just been ready hard. To be, ready to let him go? Yeah. he's it's like, right? A lot of my songs are actually really right about my relationship with my music career, and people don't know that they think it's a love song. It's actually me cursing out my music career. <laughs> ah,
0: that's interesting. Okay. Yeah.
3: Y'all need to get a prenup. Right. Yeah, we do need a prenup. What the heck is going on here?
1: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: but go ahead us While I had to ask, that. I'm sorry, bro.
1: No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> okay, you got any any other questions? I barely yeah, got to talk to you. <laughs> What's that? That was
3: the main question. That
2: was that the was main, main question. question. Uh, relationship <laughs> relationship status.
1: Relationship relationship <laughs> relationship status. But but no, Nikki. Um. I just want to say, you know, thank you for coming out tonight. And I know you you had some things that were going on that got you a little tied up. But, you know, you're always a friend of the family. Thank you for joining us tonight on Luminary Sounds. When you have new music, please have Will or yourself send it to me. Um, yeah. I don't know if you're on Instagram or, or YouTube. Definitely check us out on, at Luminary Sounds on YouTube and follow Junior Leto, myself on yes. play on Instagram and uh, we definitely want to keep our, our you know, friendship going with you um, because we'll see a lot of great things for you in the future
3: thank you, yeah. yeah, I will send you, I have three records in the works, keep out an eye uh, for it's Man on the Moon up to here and then the, the third one I'm still debating about if I'm going to give that to you guys yet but. <laughs> come on, give <laughs> Let's it to me come <laughs> on, just throw
0: it, throw it in okay? <laughs> there
3: it's a bonus record coming. it's coming for you, don't worry but I'm really excited about it. I mean, this is a different um, me. I'm really going to put stuff out. So I'm sorry that That's I good. haven't. But,
0: That's yeah. good. That's good. Do you now, have any again, questions
3: for us before we close out? Um, no, just hopefully I get to continue talking to you guys. Uh, maybe send me this link on Instagram. And yeah. Perfect. Nikki Creation yeah. and a Rage. Here we are. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Nikki. Cool.
0: It's been a pleasure to have you here. And like, like Francois said, Anytime you have new music, just DM us and let us know. We'll put it on our story. We do get a lot of verified accounts that are looking, so you just never know who's just checking stuff out. So, you know. Yeah, no,
3: that's re- everything helps, honestly. So I appreciate I appreciate everything you're, you're doing you're right welcome. now. So you're thank welcome. you. You're welcome. You guys so, have a good night, okay? Dave, you're thank you. Two so Peace out. Peace
0: out. <laughs>